Dear Heavenly Father, we come boldly before your throne of grace and mercy. And Lord, we thank you that we can come tonight and just hear your word. Help us to have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Help us to be obedient to your word. And Lord, it says that in your word, in the King James Bible, that the truth will make you free. Sometimes we misquote it, Lord, and say it'll set us free. But Lord, your word says it'll make us free. So I ask in the name of Jesus that you will make changes in us. Help us to be allowing the Holy Spirit to make those changes to convict us where we need to be convicted. Lord, I pray for healing for those that need to be healed. I pray for deliverance for those that need to be delivered. And I thank you, Lord, that you'll see that every every one of them listening to the broadcast, whatever their need is, will be taken care of in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I say amen. Sister Leslie, again, welcome back. And before you bring the teaching tonight, can you give us an update on the meetings you have planned and how people could be a part of them? I sure can. So we are having to do two crusades back to back. We will be doing Crusade A um, here in the Dallas area, which will be July the, the 29th through August 2nd. And then we're calling it Crusade B. And that's going to start on August 2nd in the evening to August 6th about noon. So you can still register, sign up for uh, Crusade B, which is August the 2nd through the 6th. And you can just go to Sevenfold Miracles uh, Crusade.com and it'll give you the information on how to sign up. Fantastic. We'll give that out again later. And everybody, welcome aboard. Please contact somebody. Have them tune in. We're streaming live right now on YouTube and MixLR and Blog Talk. Well, Sister Leslie, the mic is yours. Welcome back. Well, thank you. Yeah, um, you know, I asked you, like, gave you a couple of topics. and But I think that the one that uh, we we mentioned that I would talk about tonight is on Shekinah Glory. Um, there's a lot of Christians that I believe that have been misled believing that Shekinah glory is God's glory. And I'm I'm here to reveal what the truth of it really is. I know that many, as they're misled, is not because they're choosing to be, but because they are unaware of what the truth is really saying. Sometimes we just listen to a leader of ours or some big name that they hear on TV, and it sounds all great, it sounds all wonderful, but really it's just a mystical experience. I know that one time you and I, we did a, a talk on, I had a, a radio program with you, and I talked about the Kundalini spirit, which, by the way, my book will be finished and be ready to be put in people's hands here in about three weeks. So I'm excited about that. It's it's about to go to yeah. the printer. Um, so we're going to talk tonight about the Shekinah Glory the the lie behind that and I'll uh, you know I can tell you how I I came about this teaching um I was doing a, a series of of error in the church doing the 10 that well at that time about 10 DVDs on the error of the church it started off with the kundalini spirit by the way and the mysticism in the church and then it just went from there as a matter of fact um maybe some would appreciate that if they've ever had uh, to work on PowerPoint or, uh, you know, just putting a program together or putting their talk together. Well, I was working on 10 at that time, 10 DVDs, um, the PowerPoints for 10 DVDs all at the same time because so much information was just coming and flooding into me and, uh, you know, just the research and everything that I had to do. So it was, 
now, you know, you, you look back and think you, there's no way, you know, there was only God that could get me through that. And he did. Um, but how this one happened about the Shekinah glory is I was finally fish, finished working on 10 of the, of the air in the church DVDs. And I, you know, I just was praying and crying out to God. And I said, Lord, is there, is there any other error of the church that you want me to bring to your people? And I just began to pray all day and off and on. And that, that night I awoke from a dream and then it was, it turned into a quick vision and I saw the words she, S H E in quotations. And then I saw kind of, and I saw glory. And then I saw the words, it's a transgender spirit has entered the church. And man, I, I, you know, I've heard the term Shekinah, heard the term Shekinah glory before and never really thought too much about it. Although I do remember someone, an acquaintance of ours about 15 years ago that they named their daughter Shekinah. Um, she was Native American. He was a Christian, but they would intermingle some of the, you know, their pagan beliefs with her uh, Native American teachings that she was brought up with. So that was the only thing really that I had to do with Shekinah Glory. But the more I, I researched and studied about it, um, it, it really angers me about what the she and the kind of glory really stand for. Uh, again, I believe that there's many Christians out there that are not knowingly that they're displeasing God or that they're getting caught up into a, a mystical sense instead of really repenting and I'm praying that many will tonight as they hear this truth, as they hear this teaching that they'll come out of, if they're in a church that's even named Shekinah or if they're in a name, you know, maybe they're operating their pastors or their prophets of their church or whomever are really trying to muster up the Shekinah coming in because um, it is definitely a line. It's, it's, it goes right along even like with the Kundalini spirit. It's, it's, like Satan himself there. It's all into mysticism, really. It's all about worshiping other gods and goddesses was what happens is in the church. But anyway, the transgender spirit, you know, the Lord showed me that it was loosed on the earth. And I don't know if you remember mm, a couple of years yeah. ago where Kate Jenner, uh, he, you know, he turned himself, he wanted to be a woman. So he decided to be, I guess, Bruce Jenner. Then he decided he wanted to be Kate Jenner, right? <laughs> so we know that, you know, this, transgender spirit is being um, recognized but also just accepted to be able to talk about it to be in the church and it's it's not really um uh we, we don't really even turn or bat an eyelash anymore for a lot of things and this is one of them that we we really need to do but the shekinah and i'm spelling it s-h-e-k-i-n-a-h shekinah and if you put the she in the quotations, you can see how right there that could be that could be giving us a great big hint as to what it really means. But the the origin, I guess you could say, of the Shekinah in the English spelling is a feminine Hebrew name of God in Judaism. And then the original word meant the dwelling or settling and denotes the dwelling or settling of the divine presence of God, especially in the temple of Jerusalem. And so many times we keep hearing, we'll hear that the Shekinah glory has entered into our service, that the glory cloud has appeared. 
And we've got to start doing our due diligence ourselves and start finding out what what do they mean if there's a word that you just all of a sudden hear or you're caught in, up into some kind of church like there's one in, you know, Reading at California that is really into the mysticism. They're into the Shekinah glory. They're into not speaking the truth of the word, but they're all into the manifestations of the lying signs and wonders. And that's this is what the, the Shekinah is doing. It's bringing in a false teaching. Um, there's the, the, the pagan rabbis are the ones that started this Shekinah word, the Shekinah glory. Uh, it's a female noun and we can talk about it here in just a minute. But one of the things that they decided to talk about with the Shekinah was, or to bring up about Shekinah is that it should be called instead of the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, it should be Father, Son, Mother. And they've taken the Holy Spirit to be the wife or the mother, or they're taking the Shekinah to be the female part of the Godhead. And hopefully people's stomachs are turning right now because I don't know if it makes them angry like me, but it really does. And we have people that think that they're just hearing a Hebrew word and it must be okay and not doing their study and realize that it came from the pagan rabbis. Do you have any questions for me so far? <laughs> Leslie, I want to say, number one, thank you for coming on and speaking on this tonight. This needs to be talked about because, like you said, many people have just adopted the word because they heard someone else use it. I heard it back in the maybe the 90s uh, mentioned by someone, and, hey, I just assumed it was in the Bible. But, folks, I've just done the search. You cannot find the word Shekinah in the Bible. Uh-oh, we're in trouble, but we're going to get it set straight tonight. Back to you, Prophet Leslie. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, so we'll, we'll talk about the Shekinah glory or the glory cloud because, you know, especially in the charismatic churches, uh, the non-denominational type churches, those that are filled with the Holy Spirit type churches, many of them will say, well, the Shekinah glory, the glory cloud just comes in during the time of worship. Uh, but it was supposed to, in the scriptures, now they'll say from these pagan rabbis that it's supposed to appear during the worship time, but it's also was supposed to be over the Ark of the Covenant. But you remember the, the cloud that led the Israelites through the wilderness and the burning bush? Remember that story? Well, yes, ma'am. Yeah, so in First Kings, I'm just going to read some of the scripture here. First Kings 19.11, it says, and behold, the Lord passed by in a great and strong wind, and then, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. And behold, there came a voice in him and said, Where dost thou hear Elijah? So Elijah was looking for a mystical experience. He was looking for God in the wind. He was looking for the God in the earthquake. He was looking for God in the fire. And God told him, I'm not there. I'm in that still small voice. So Elijah, you know, he received that correction. Just like, you know, we need to receive that correction and realize that, you know, God, just as he met Elijah in the still small voice, that's where he wants wants to meet us. Now, don't get me wrong. There's times I'd like for that still small voice to be pretty loud. <laughs> it's just not quite loud enough. 
But the more we spend time with him, the more we can hear his, his voice and know his voice and understand his voice and be obedient to his voice and not in believing, a, you know, a, a lying sign and wonder of the Shekinah. It's, um, you know, it's really sad, but we, we can see that out there in the Christendom is that there's too many churches that are, that are bringing this in because they are experiencing the mystical side Instead of God's supernatural, his his supernatural um, power and and anointing that can come in. Absolutely, <clears throat> let's uh, be very clear, folks. We want to say, uh, yes, there is the uh, the glory of the Lord, the dwelling, the cloud. But we find this interesting word attached. That if you just took it at face value, you say, well, that's got to be in the word Shekinah. I've heard it used so many times. But maybe a year ago, someone just posted something, and I didn't have much time looking at it, but they said, hey, there's a pagan root to that. And I was like, what? Well, we're finding out the truth tonight about what is the word Shekinah really mean. Prophet Leslie, back to you. Please keep going. Okay. So um, with the Shekinah glory or the, the glory cloud, um, you know, there's some churches, especially the one that I keep to going back to there in Redding, California, um, you know, they have what they say that the feathers come down and, uh, there's gold and gold dust and diamonds and so, so far, so forth. But there's, there's no truth to that. It's just a lying sign and, and wonders. I did have somebody even say that they had someone that had gone to that church before and they were part of the crew that would throw it off from the balcony or something. I don't know, but whether it's it's they're doing that or it's a lying sign and wonder, it doesn't really matter. It's still putting people into believing a lie and believing, you know, a falseness about it. But, you know, he's not in, God's not into feathers. And by the way, you know, angels do not have feathers. So if we'll just think logically here, we can probably conclude that that can't be the angels of the Lord coming in that place where they would call the Shekinah. Because there's that's just a, a a lie right there in itself. Um, someone told me, yeah, chickens have feathers, <laughs> not, not the angels. And I said, yeah, that's right, that's right. But I think sometimes we get so caught up in believing so much about ourselves that we are so righteous enough that God's just going to enter into this place. And unfortunately, they. That's such a lie because not a one of us are righteous enough. Now, don't hear me wrong. I mean, we, we need to strive for holiness. We need to strive for uh, righteousness in our own lives and we need to work towards that. We'll never reach it, but we need, we do need to make sure that we're repenting every day, that we're, we're quick to change, you know, our actions and change our, you know, re- renounce and repent from our sins in our lives. But, you know, there was only one that was truly righteous. And that was Jesus Christ. And he died for us. And he is the one that's the one that's perfect and will never be. So if we would think of ourselves being, we're so holy, so righteous that he would just enter in this place. But yet they're not getting the word of God. They're just having a mystical experience. And that's where I want people to realize maybe they just need to, not maybe, they do. They need to get up and walk out of that place. Um, you know, it says in the scripture that God inhabits our praises. He does. He comes in because he inhabits the praises of Israel was what the scripture scriptures say, but which really means it's his people, which we are his people. He he's there. He's to, to come in. 
But in Second Chronicles 7, 2 and 3, it says, And the priest could not enter into the house of the Lord, because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. And when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down, and the glory of the Lord upon the house, they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavement, and worshipped, and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. So if we are... If those, I should say, that are in these places where they're saying there's gold dust, there's gems falling down, or the glory of the Lord filled this place, there was such a mist in the air that came in our in our our sanctuary today. It just felt the presence of God so powerful, and that if you know if if the Lord was really to enter a place, the scriptures say that we would bow ourselves with our faces to the ground upon the pavement. I mean, we would be face down carpet time ministry. That's where we would be when we would be worshiping with our face on the ground because we're not going to be able to stand in his presence. And yet you can go online and see these people. You can see where they're worshiping the Shekinah glory and they're standing in awe and raising their hands and the kids are running around gathering, you know, these this glitter that's off the ground. And if it's really the presence of the Lord, we're not going to be able to stand. Not at all. Does that make sense, Shannon? Absolutely. Absolutely, folks. Uh, no question about it. That's the fear of the Lord right there. It would knock you straight down. Yes. Um, you know, keep going. Yeah, sometimes um, when uh, others have taught this, and Lord, forgive me if I ever did. I, I don't think I have, but Lord knows to forgive me. But, you know, if we, we could teach that, I've heard people teach that, you know, when the glory of the Lord is coming down upon a place, at that time, at that moment in worship, that's when you're supposed to raise your hands and ask whatever you wish. If you want that Cadillac, if you want that Mercedes, you know, if you want that Jaguar, you want that big house, you know, whatever it may be, at that moment when they say that they feel the presence come in, the glory come in, they can ask what they want. Is that what really the Lord wants to do at that moment if this is the truth when we feel the presence of the lord and we can and we do believe me i believe at that time it's all about our heart and our heart how much we love him i think we can get into this uh gimme 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 stage instead of lord i love you so much and for who you are and what you've done for me not uh, this is what i want gimme 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 one time i was uh, Stan had a, he was on the radio in Detroit and we had done it. We had a conference there. Maybe it was a crusade and boy, I, I've learned a lot. Now this was the wrong way to do it. You know, you, you mature in the Lord, right? We're supposed to anyway, anyway, but the, years ago I was, um, I was receiving a word of the Lord for the, the people that were there at this crusade. And this came out something like, you know, you're nothing but a bunch of fat, gluttonous pigs saying, gimme, 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 gimme. And, of course, that didn't go over real well. That was, well. you know, pretty much a slap in their face. And I've learned how to cushion it, how to soften it, how to let them be able to swallow it. Even though there was much truth in that, it was not delivered the right way. And I know that. But at the same time, we can't get into becoming gluttonous pigs, so to speak, just saying, gimme, 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 when all the time the Lord is saying, I just want to spend time with you. I just want to have that intimacy with you. I just want to hear how much you love me. I just want to communicate with you. It's not about answering or just giving you those pie in the sky type of prayers. And by the way, how many have really received that kind of thing? Not very many. You know, it's, it's, it's not that at all. 
You know, they they say that he's in that sweet fragrance. He's in the mist. I mean, I, I've I've been around it all. And um, has there ever been like a sweet, savoring smell that? Yeah, but it's really coming from us because we're praising our God. And I think we've just got some things backwards sometimes where we're looking for something that's not. And we're looking for something that's a wonder, looking for a sign. And we're looking for a miracle in, in all the wrong places when when the Lord is right there just wanting to hug us and to love us and, and to bring us into his truth. That's really what he's wanting. Yeah, there's... Uh, you know, I'm here to learn tonight, and I went to the Word, and I typed in the word Shekinah, and it's not found in the Word of God. If it's not in the Word of God, I don't want it. I'm going to give it back to you. Okay. <laughs> Amen. And that's the way I want people to be, because that's the way I would be. I mean, I want um, I want truth. I'm, I'm a truth seeker. I, I pray that many that are listening to this program, that they desire truth also, that they're they're not going to want to just stay in a lie because mom and dad go there or my friends go there or they go to that church. I would run out of a place and I'd, I'd run out and let my family stay there if they didn't believe me just to be to be able to get into the truth of God and his word. And, and instead of falling a false Christ and which is a cosmic type Christ, you know, it's years ago, I was also given a dream once that that the, the church was filled and it was, there was such a production going on in, in this dream. And the people were so mesmerized by, by what was going on on the stage, but nothing was of the word taught to them. And so we have, we have generations now of people believing in a false Jesus, a mystical Jesus, a cosmic Christ. They're worshiping, a um a Jesus that's a movie star instead of really worshiping the true Jesus and when things fall apart they're not going to cry out to the true God they're going to say where are you we're in there they're speaking to a lie Jesus there it's not a true Jesus and and it, and it saddens me because they never had the opportunity like you and I Shannon to just fall in love with Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and knowing him as our God um Someone told me once, they said, after I was doing some of this teaching, they said, you know, well, Trinity's not in the Bible either. Well, yes, there's scriptures. Uh, if I can run across my notes here in just a minute, I'll give them to you. But there are scriptures. I mean, it's, it talks about the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. also talks about the baptize them and go to all the nations and the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost. So it's it talks about the Trinity, and that's what it's Trinity means. There's three in one. But Shekinah is not. And it, I tell you where you can find it, though. Would you like to know where you can find it? You can find where? you can find Shekinah in the Quran. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you can find it there. Um, it's recorded in the in uh, the Quran, I think, like six times or something like that. Maybe I'll run across my notes here in a minute. But it's 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 in the Quran. As a matter of fact, that's. Um, how they that's one of the gods that they worship is the is shekinah um but it's it's a supernatural it's a paranormal it's not it's it's really what people are really doing to me in my way of looking at it is that they are committing spiritual adultery against god um we've been the church is just dying you know the sheep are dying because we've been infiltrated with you know hypnotism and divination and 
all these mystical experiences and we don't even know who the truth is anymore. We, we're, we're, we're it's just been leading to a lie here. And so it, it's, it's pretty sad to me. Um, let me true. To- we have to get cleaned up. I've even heard a term called by location, which means you could be in two places yeah. simultaneously. Yes, sir. What I know. <laughs> I know. It's really, you know, there's so many wrong teachings. And it, it, again, it's becoming, it's coming back to people just like they worship uh, Baal and they, the, the golden calf. And, you know, they, they couldn't wait to really hear from God. So they had to go worship on their own and worship the gold and everything else that they had. And um, so it's just pagan worship is all it is. Uh, one of the things that we're okay was in the it's in the Quran I think I just told you, and there's it it definitely talks about the Shekinah. As a matter of fact, um, the, the one of the first females that's that's written about as a Muslim was a man. His daughter was named Shekinah, so that's where all that happened. But uh, but also it's in the Seventh Day Adventist, uh, Lois Roden. She was um, their teacher, their prophet from 1978 to 1986. She was a, a feminist, and she had published a magazine called Shekinah and states that the Shekinah is the Holy Spirit. You know, it's just blasphemy to me, and that's what they were saying. That's where she says it comes from is that, that Shekinah is the Holy Spirit, and it's the female part of God. Uh, it's, to me, it's just such a blasphemy, such blasphemy. Um, you want me to go, you want me go on? I have some more. Oh. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So I'm going to get into now, um, you know, there's some things out there that the our Catholics and brothers and sisters, and some are, some, some know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Some don't, but they worship Shekinah, the queen of heaven. You know, the Mary, that statue, that's, that's Shekinah is who that is, the queen of heaven. And if you, if you would go to, you could probably pull it up on the internet, but if you go to, um, uh, where was Michelangelo? Is that who it was? Uh, that wrote, that had the, the mystery on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, you know, in the Vatican. That was like the, it shows that, uh, where they painted that, that, that painting. Right. Uh, Sistine. Sistine, yeah. So if you, if you look at that, picture you would see that that they're it's like jesus and god they're barely touching their finger each other right but so what they're what it's referring to is that instead of god bringing life to adam uh by touching instead he touched him instead of breathing into his nostrils so it's not jesus it's like but it's representing Adam, but it's supposed to be Jesus too, but that they're just touching each other. And so in Genesis 2, 7, it says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So then as you're looking at this picture more, you'll see that around God's arm is um, is a red-headed woman, which they call Shekinah, or the Queen of Heaven. So we know that the Queen of Heaven is representative as a harlot like Sophia, Mary, Isis, Diana, you know, the list goes on, Asherah, all, all those those types of uh, goddess worship that's going on. But they're saying that they married and they had a child and 
um, you know, Mary Magdalene and things like that. So that's how that is depicted. And there's much more. I'll probably go more into it in the book, not into on the radio, but uh, they're definitely with this this um, painting on the Sistine Chapel. It's it's like it's representing God giving life to Adam, but it's just touching him, not even breathing into his nostrils. Um, so that, you know, there's, there's so much with this. There's also, um, in Hinduism, Kali is the queen of heaven. Um, Shekinah, they, they, in Hinduism, they worship it as a female goddess. Uh, they say it's supposed to reveal the name of the Holy Spirit. And again, the pagans state that the Holy Spirit is the Lord's wife, girlfriend, or the female counterpart to the Trinity. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's goes back to the Tower of Babel that you know brought in such confusion. Uh, when it brought into that confusion, then you know people are now believing things that they shouldn't. Just like, you know, the oh, um, mm, let's see, what was it like? Here's my note here, like uh, Semiramis, the Mother God, which is the worshiping. It's Mary, and then it's they have that with the picture of the. Semiramis and then an Imrod, which is supposed to be Jesus. You can see those pictures too. And then if you go back to ancient times, you it, you look at the picture of Semiramis, and then you can see what it looks like for our Statue of Liberty, and it's over our country here in the United States. There's also, oh, yeah. sorry, that's right. Um, we've got that holding that big cup there, mm-hmm. um, Statue of Liberty. Do you believe that that's tied in where they got us? Oh, absolutely. Um, what? yeah, the Semiramis and the Semiramis and then also Kali, which is a Hindu God. Also, um, there was a time, let me get this paper here. There was a time on uh, August 11th, 2015 that the Hindu goddess Kali projected on the empire state building in, in New York, New York city. So they're, they're definitely making a statement. There's no doubt. They're making a statement that um, to get people to that one world religion, you know, I've said for a long time, I believe it's going to be pantheism or it's going to be bringing into all of the intermingling of a a bunch of different uh, false religions to be worshipped. And for sure, they want people to get into believing them that they're that they're their their own God, which is, you know, pantheism and believing that God is in everything, whether it's a rock or whatever. And so if they can, with the Kundalini we talked before, if they can arrive, then they become a god. Well, the same thing like Shekinah, it's almost one of the same because it's still a mystical um, worshiping of a goddess that's, that's in, it's infiltrated into the church. But it's, yeah, it's um, pretty messed up. Pretty messed Sister up. Sister Leslie, you just um, got me thinking. Have you heard about this robot that's come on the world scene last couple of years and it's um, looks just like a living human being and it's state of the art technology and AI. And they have this robot appearing on radio shows. They even gave it citizenship. No joke. Oh, <laughs> In boy. one of these <laughs> countries, it's called Sophia. Oh boy. And I King Sophia, you mentioned the goddess. I just punched that up. Um, Roman Catholic Church believes the feminine personification of divine wisdom is called Sophia. Do you think that that's an accent that they chose that name for that robot? No, not at all. 
not at all because i mean it's another form of um worshiping a goddess and and it's also like stating really that god is a female has a female part to it so no it's that's all part of it i haven't heard that but i mean stan probably has but i will definitely check into this that's pretty just that's mm, not so great news for us because too many people are gullible you know they're not getting into the word and they're not studying it for themselves and we're not figuring things out for ourselves and we're not allowing the holy spirit to cause that that spirit of discernment to come upon us so that we can decide and find out what is the truth what is god saying about it um that you know it's even like cern for example you know cern you know, you've, you've probably heard about the, the ancient fallen angel technology, you know, the Illuminati CERN and and how they're really they're what they're wanting to is to to prove where did life come from? Well, you know, we can tell them they don't have to do this. We could tell them just fine where life came from. But they have even um, a structure where it's Shiva, which is a goddess also is doing the cosmic dance which goes back into also Shekinah and the mysticism of the of the cabal, which it means the the female part of God. So it's all all intermingled and becoming that one world religion. It's you can see you know Jewish. Pardon. Your presentation. What I'm learning tonight, Prophet Leslie, is that names have significance, and sadly. We've got a name here, Shekinah, that's not found in the Bible, at least not the King James that I read, and yet it's used in our vernacular. And I know people have just uh, used it, uh, didn't mean any harm using it, but when we look at the origins of it, we find out that it's uh, in the um, occult writings of Jewish mysticism called the Kabbalah. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, it can be found over in the uh, the book that Islam uses. Yes, in the Quran. The Quran. Mm-hmm. It's not in our Bible. Is there a situation here, folks, we need to be aware of? Yes, we do. Where did this word come from? Um, how did it get into our vocabulary? This is sad that many people just will accept something but not dig it, and the enemy can use it. Uh, by the way... Um, I live over here on the island of Bali, which is predominantly Hindu, and then secondly Muslim, and then the Christian. And I've run into that statue, Kali. Mm-hmm. It's wicked. Yeah. Shiva. Yep. You know, as you mentioned over there at the CERN. Um, and people use these names. Do you know the origin? Um, do you know the origin of Shekinah? That's what we're talking about tonight, how the church has been infiltrated. And it's time to get it cleaned up. We're alive with Prophet... Leslie Johnson, Prophecy Club, if you're just joining us. Sister Leslie, back to you. Okay. Well, um, have you been to Israel before, Shannon? Have you, have you I've been to... blessed. So I want to go back. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you know, one time Stan and I were there, I guess it's probably the first time, we, you know, you go to the little trinket shops and you want to buy some souvenirs to bring back. And so we're sure. walking around, we're looking, and there's this, the hand, you know, the bottom side of the hand, and you look, and it has this third eye right there in the in the hand. It's it's uh it's which is really it's the cabal Kabbalah. It's the Jewish mysticism. It's the third eye, and so 
all this is if when people go, for example, to Israel, you just we have this illusion that anything we get there must be from God. You know, we're, we're, we we forget just how much infiltrated of of lies and deceit also in the Jewish traditions there are also just like there is in the Christian. And so we can't just take it just because we heard some rabbi or some he somebody say what's well, a Hebrew word and therefore we just must believe it must be okay for our uh, for us as Christians to study because you know it must be in Judaism <laughs> so therefore it must be okay we aren't doing our due diligence we're not studying things out and that's why when I was so thankful the Lord he showed me that vision that quick vision of the she and the kind and the glory because as I went on my quest and started doing the research I realized how morbid this is how demonic it is how how much spiritual adultery takes place because of of using this term shekinah and yet we're not we're not paying attention to what we're saying we're not paying attention to how we pray because we just want to we want to believe that whoever we're following has already done their homework but you know you've got to allow the the holy spirit to give that gift of discernment in you and if something just isn't quite settling right don't just stay in it start studying it for yourself but one of the things that in the Kabbalah religion and the Jewish mysticism, it teaches that, you know, God had intercourse with Shekinah. And that's how the glory was released. And then it teaches that we all have divinity within us, which, in other words, again, it goes back to trying to say you're a God. You know, it gets back to that where I believe where it's going for that one world religion is to get us to believe that we're a lie. Uh, we've already talked about it's in the Catholic mysticism it's in um, the emergent church, in other words, the new thought churches where uh, they allow just about anything in and they believe, you know, if you want to believe it that way, then that's okay. You don't, we don't, we aren't going to give you any kind of truth here. It's just all relative, however, whatever it is that you believe. But really, Shekinah, when you get down right down to the, the bottom of it, is that Shekinah is a female goddess. And they're saying it's the name for the Holy Spirit uh, or saying that it's the Lord's wife or the girlfriend, just like the picture from Michelangelo is stating that that that's that's his wife. Well, we know as Christians, we should know that he did not have a wife. wife. God is um, God. Um, this is part of the Trinity. But the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit It's not Father, Son, a Mother. And then many of them then go to say, well, then it must be worshiping the universe and Mother Earth because we have to have a mom in there somewhere. But we know that that's not true. You know, it's, 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 it's they're saying it's the mystical bride of Christ, which, which is a lie. So much so, I'll just go on a little further here, <laughs> is that they're saying that the Shekinah glory is also in the marriage bed. If you were to study some of this out, you'll see what some of them are saying and they're saying, like, the, for the, the Jewish tradition, that there's a, there's a saying through the Jewish tradition, because even they have followed the lies of Kabbalism, many of them, is that they're saying that Shekinah glory, like, hoovers over that marriage bed, and then when the, the husband and the wife, they sexually unite, then it says all of a sudden the Shekinah glory represents the presence of God, and he's just... So indescribable. It's like his beauty, the bright light or the radiance. Matter of fact, they say it's just like a taste of heaven right here on earth, right at that time of the orgasm when they're saying that they, they take over the form of their 
marriage partner. And they say the Holy Spirit actually gets into bed with the husband and the wife. That's what the Jewish traditions are teaching. And they're believing the Shekinah, and they haven't done their studies either. So we've got Messianic Jews that are believing into this. Instead of, um, you know, going to the truth, they're just following the traditions of what other Messianic Jews have taught them and the before them and before them. And instead of um, letting them just realize, hmm, there's something a little wrong here. There's something a little bit off. But, you know, we want to realize that Jesus is our Lord, our Savior. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit is real. And the, the Holy Spirit is not Shekinah. The Holy Spirit is not the Kundalini. The Holy Spirit is not the goddesses out there that we worship. The, fa- the Holy Spirit is not Mother Earth. The Holy Spirit is not the universe. And because God is the one that created us, we don't, we get into this feminist part of our brains thinking we've got to have a female somewhere in there. You know, heaven forbid, we don't need that. And yeah, I'm a woman and I'm even saying that. So, so there, so there you go. But that's what they say, that the Holy Spirit actually gets into bed with them and then takes over the bodily form of their partner. And this is, this is Christians. This is Messianic Jews. This is for sure the, the Kabbalists. This is for sure even some of the rabbis' teachings out there. And like you said several times here, you know, Shekinah and then Shekinah glory is not even mentioned in the Bible. You know, it's, it's a lie. It's not found in the Bible. It's not in the New Testament. It's not in the Old Testament. It's it's a you know this truth. I've looked it up. Now, let me put one caveat on there. If you're reading the Word of God, now there are these versions that come out. Some of them are pretty good. Some of them are corrupt. And if you do the Bible search, Bible Hub, I put in Shekinah. I couldn't find it except in the NAS. And I said, Oh, wait a minute, it's in the Word. And I looked. It said the New American Standard. And I said, well, Wait a minute. And I did a search, and I said, Oh, it's not in there. But the publishers of that NAS Bible put it as a heading that was added by a man. Folks, it's not in the Word of God. But you've got to be careful with some of these translations because someone can add it in. Now, this is very significant, what we're talking about tonight, because it's been adopted by many, and many innocently didn't know what they were saying. They just said, well, this is just another description of you know God and his presence, but it's not. And names are significant. Uh, by the way, I just you made me think of something tonight. I, I didn't really look at it until you mentioned it. You've heard people say, well, Holy Spirit is a woman. You've got God the Father, his mother, and the Son. Well, folks, that's not the Bible because Jesus said, unless I go, I cannot send another comforter. He didn't say, unless I go, I cannot send my mother. It's true. And furthermore, if that was the... The wife of God, well, then she's been separated from her husband for 2,000 years. That doesn't sound like any marital relationship that I know of that's going to last. Folks, it's not the word. Um, The Holy Spirit is not a woman. (laughs) It's part of the Godhead. The Holy Spirit is God. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, but it's not a woman. Um, I want to say one more thing, and I don't mean to offend any of my Muslim friends if they're tuning in, because I have Muslim friends and Hindu friends here on the island. But if you ask a Muslim, does Allah have a son, Allah is the Muslim God, they will correctly say, Sister Leslie, no, Allah does not have a son. Well, they're correct, because Allah is not the God of the Bible, not the one true living God. 
And if you didn't know what Allah meant or the origins, well, and you just went with what people say, well, in Arabic it means God. No, Allah is the proper name for the God of Islam, just like Jehovah is the proper name for the God of the Bible, whose son is Jesus Christ, the one true living God. We know this. But it's important you know what these names mean and why you don't want to use certain names, especially if you're a Christian. And an example of this, sadly, is when I came to Bali, Indonesia, Sister Leslie, I found Christians here in many Christian churches, and I praise God for Christianity growing, but I found a real bad problem. The Bible translation that has uh, been, been put into many of the churches here, and it wasn't always like this, but the one that they're using now is called the Alkitab. That means the book. Uh, we're called the people of the book by Muslims, by the way. That's the Christians and the Jews. You look in there, and they have a name for their God. And you would think, well, what is it? Is it Jehovah? Adonai? It's Allah. The name Allah is in the Christian Bible here. Oh, boy. And you ask a Muslim, does Allah have a son? And they'll correctly say, no, that's correct. Because the God they serve, Allah, is not the same as the God of the Bible, Jehovah, no, Jehovah, no, no, or not. Yahovah. But we got a problem. If you don't know what Allah means, you're in some serious trouble. Because you're actually praying to another God who has no son. Just like this word Shekinah, it's in the vocabulary of many. Many don't even stop, including myself, to look at the origin we need to understand names have significance. And this is not a name that has any correlation with our Bible and our history following the Lord. It got put in there into the Christian church, and it has pagan occultic roots. We're blowing the cover off of the word Shekinah tonight. We're here with Prophet Leslie Johnson, Prophecy Club. Sister Leslie, back to you. Thank you for letting me say that. Oh, absolutely. And... You know, it is so true that we do need to make it well known that Allah is not Jehovah. And I have, I've had people come up to me, well, it's the same God. Well, no, it's not. And they, you know, does, does the Muslims, do they have, uh, they'll say to you that they, they believe in Jesus, but it's not our Jesus. And so we, right. we, again, we can't keep getting, getting caught up in believing these lies or that believing that all, um, all religions will, go to heaven that's there's just such a lie out there and that's one of the ones that they want to get um everyone in the, the you know the new world orders the new world world churches and religion everything believing that they're going to be god and they're all just going to go to heaven and they're going to believe this this lie and if they don't start realizing that their eyes opened up now they will be de- they will be deceived I and mean, then the word of god says that you will be deceived it, we've got to quit having this spiritual adultery take place in these churches or in our own worship time, even at home, if we're allowing that Shekinah, quote-unquote, glory to come in. Because it's a lie. It's a mystical god. It's a it's a goddess. It's a, it's, it's worshiping a false god. And the, the person comes, you know, becomes all enthralled with the way it feels and the, the, what they're experiencing. And if they start realizing and hearing the truth here, what you and I are saying... They're going to want to come out, and they're going to be able to walk away, I pray. They're going to get out of that place and start letting the truth of the word come into them. You know, you mentioned some of these um, these New Age versions out there, and, and we're, we are totally just standing by just the King James Version only. But do you My know friend. that um, 
even like, and I'll have this in, in my book, and I think it's going to be in the Kundalini book, but I, I show how, you know, it has the 666 seal, but it is also, at least it started off when the New King James Bibles came out, and it had, right. the, it had the 666 emblem on there. But people, they, they don't, they don't think, they don't realize, they just see it as just uh, some kind of symbol when really, it's right there. It's right. Has the evidence given to you if you'll just have eyes to see, and the Lord will speak to you. So, you know, we get people saying, "Well, I can't understand the King James." Well, yes, you can. I mean, the these and the vows are important words. They're they're powerful words, and we can't keep getting caught up into this lie, believing. Well, I, I've got to read one of these other perversions. Because I can't understand the king. That's just a lie. That's a lie straight from the pit of hell. And they want you to believe you're ignorant and you can't understand the Bible. That's what many of them want you out there. It's hard to even find a King James Bible in a Christian bookstore anymore. It's true. It's true. Um, by the way, i got to throw this plug in for the Prophecy Club. Because I have followed the Prophecy Club over the years. And you have had some of the most awesome guests and speakers and produced awesome videos. And one of them, you'll had. Early on was um, a lady named Gail Ripplinger, which I believe did one with the Prophecy Club on New Age Bible versions. And it wasn't until I came across the work that you all did and then began to look at it that I realized how the the New Age has infiltrated these modern Bible translations. And you mentioned the New King James. It's undeniable. You know, it came out with that occultic symbol on it. And if I remember correctly, there's over 100,000 changes in the New King James alone from the original King James. And it gets worse as you go into some of these other translations. And so you've got to be very careful what you read, folks. And that's why I use the King James as my standard because, you know, um, if you haven't had the genuine article, how are you going to know the counterfeit? And because I put the King James into my spirit, man, Sister Leslie, over the years, whether I heard it preached or I read it, um, today, if I hear something, uh, I'll get a check in my spirit, and I'll say, wait a minute, I don't remember reading that, and I'll go exactly. and look, and sometimes I pick, right. it's yeah. like red flags. Hey, that's not in the Word. Someone else added that in when I hear another version sometimes, and there are some corruptions in them. What you say is so true, and isn't it just like the devil to want to come in and counterfeit or corrupt? And that's what he's doing even to deceive people in these last days. So how are we going to know the truth, folks, um, if you haven't been into God's Word, which in the English language, I don't think there's a better version. It stood the test of time. People gave their lives to get the King James out. You know, it's it's in there. It's not subject to uh, updates to make it politically correct, you know, from year to year. It's in concrete for the last 400 years, and um, I love the King James I praise the Lord. Plus, it has words that we don't have in other versions to describe like a group of people. You know, like the word ye. That's re- that's talking about a group of people. I think the closest we got to that in, in uh, redneck English is y'all. <laughs> Down in here in Texas, yes, sir. <laughs> Excuse me, I got off the rabbit trail. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds well, good. you know, um, I mean, you're so right with the... Real quick, because I know my time is short. But, seconds. Oops. 
It is. Okay. Well, praise God. I mean, I, I appreciate you having me on. I, I love here. And I just want people to realize that you can have an ungodly soul tie with this Shekinah glory. So it's time to ask the Lord to forgive you. And it's time to, uh, you know, not have this fornication with this evil spirit. You know, the Lord says in John sixteen seven says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away, for if I do not go away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he's come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and judgment. So we've got to believe on the Jesus Christ because the truth is in him. And if we will say, Lord, give me the truth, help me to know and discern when it's not of you, then he will. He's there. He's faithful. And I just pray, everybody, in the name of Jesus, if you don't have Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or maybe you've been in a, a situation where you've been in a church or some place, a conference where they had the Shekinah glory, today's your day. Today's your day to repent. Today's your day to ask the Lord to forgive you, to ask Jesus into your heart be you know baptized in water to also ask for the baptism of the holy spirit now's the time because god says for all of sin to come short of the glory of god not one of us is perfect but we can call on him ask him in our heart and then announce his name to others that he's our god thank you for having me appreciate it you know prophet leslie johnson has been our guest another home run for jesus sister leslie and before we close this hour and continue I want you to tell us about an awesome opportunity people have uh, through the Prophecy Club Church uh, coming up. Can you tell us about the conferences? Yes, we have a sevenfold miracle crusade along with School of the Prophets. Uh, we're going to have to do two uh, crusades back to back. We're doing a, a Crusade A, which is full now. It's, you can't sign up for it, but you can sign up for Crusade B, which is August 2nd through the 6th, right here in the Dallas area. But if you go to Sevenfold Miracle Crusades.com, all the information, or even the Prophecy Club, you can go to our website. It'll give you a link to to find out how to sign up for the crusade. I'll be te- doing most of the teaching. I'll be teaching on the School of the Prophets. So for those who have a prophetic voice or wondering even if they do or want to understand and know how they can hear God um, in a greater way and know when he's speaking, then this is the conference for you. I'll help everyone to realize about the fruits of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, how to operate in the gifts of the Spirit, how to practice them so that you can be more equipped for the work of the ministry. So if you have any kind of prophetic calling or if you even just want to know how to hear God's voice more clearly, then go to prophecyclub.com and there's a link there that you can sign up for the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade or just go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusade.com and that'll be August the 2nd through the 6th. And that'll be for um, Crusade B. And I'd love to see your listeners there. God bless. Mr. Leslie, also, you'll regularly broadcast programs on the Prophecy Club. How do people tune into your radio shows? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to assume they go to your YouTube channel, probably. They go to our YouTube channel. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's Stan's job. No, <laughs> now they go to the, they go to Prophecy Club YouTube channel. Yes, sir. <laughs> or there's a link that they can get. They can get. A, they can also get an app on their phone. But prophecyclub.com. I have to say this. Uh, I've been fed so much over the years through the Prophecy Club. You don't want to miss this ministry. It's awesome. Go to the YouTube channel. Also, I want to say uh, Prophecy Club has two great books out. One is called Miss the Mark by Brother Stan Johnson, subtitled Don't Take the Mark of the Beast. That's as timely as ever. You need to get this book. 
They also have one called The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. And uh, Sister Leslie, you're working on a new book. Can you give us um, a preview of when that might be uh, available and what the title is going to be? Yes, I, yes. in three weeks I'll have the book available. It's going to print hopefully by Friday, if not by the first of the week. And it's about the Kundalini Spirit. The name of the book is Snake in the House. I've just got the cover done, and so we're going to um, be printing that, and I'm excited as I can be. Uh, it's really a good book, and it really exposes about the Kundalini. And can I just say, too, I'd love for your listeners to be praying for our daughter, Leslie Ann. I know this is a little off topic, but she's 24 weeks pregnant, and she's in the hospital. She has a 2-year-old and a 3-year-old at home. And she'll be in their minimum of the hospital for 10 weeks. we got to pray that she's well because she ended up with preeclampsia. And she's doing okay. She's holding her own. She has her blood pressures under control, but she has to stay in bed. And so they're keeping her in the hospital. So any of your listeners that feel led to, lead, to pray for Leslie Ann, that's our daughter. Her name's Leslie also. I would really, really appreciate their prayers and thank you for it. But, yes, but the yep. Kundalini Spirit book about the Kundalini is coming out. I'll have the one about Shekinah probably sometime the end of August. Uh, it's about ready to go to an editor, but uh, because the crusade coming up, I've got to kind of put it aside. But Kundalini, which is called A Snake in the House, is will be soon ready. And it'll be on the website um, for Prophecy Club here soon. Folks, go to prophecyclub.com. Before we go, I want to have prayer right now for your daughter. May we do that? Absolutely, thank you. As they say, to pull their faith. Let's pray. Father Jehovah God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for the word tonight, God. We thank you for the Johnson family. We lift up Leslie Ann to you tonight, Father God. We plead the blood of Jesus over her, over the baby in the womb, over her children. And we ask, God, that you would send and station your warrior angels around her and the babies for their protection. No weapon formed against her or the child coming shall prosper. It's the head and not the tail. It's from above and not below. No weapon formed against it again shall prosper in Jesus' name. I'm asking, Father God, that you would strengthen her and strengthen the baby. Let there be no complications or problems. We ask, God, that the, the baby be allowed to grow to full term and come out healthy without any defects. And we thank you, Lord, for hearing this prayer right now. We rebuke the spirit of death, destruction, yes, we rebuke every spirit of Pavor Nocturnus that tries to attack children. No weapon formed against him shall prosper in Jesus Christ's name. God, build a hedge of protection, wall of fire from Zechariah 2 and 5 around them. Bless them. And I speak to Liz Leanne, be healed and made whole unto the baby in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. And Lord, I just ask, and I'll continue the prayer for uh, Omega Man. I just ask, Lord, that you bless them mightily for their work that they're doing. Lord, I praise your holy name for allowing this radio program to be on and on the Internet. Lord, we thank you for it. And, Lord, I know that they have needs also. So whatever their need is, Lord, I ask that you fulfill it. Hear their prayers. Hear their cries. And thank you, Lord, that all their needs are, are taken care of. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Prophet Leslie, we love you and Brother Stan and the crew. And I want to thank you for coming on. And uh, when you have time, you and Brother Stan, get me some dates for July. Let's keep this going. We'll All see right. you soon. All right. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. Bye. God bless.